Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks, two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Rick, and as always, right next to me is the man, the myth, the legend, the UFC 4 connoisseur. What's up, buddy? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I was just reading what Jordan was saying. Uh, sounds like he's like he's feeling good. Thank <laughs> you in the chat. And as always, Jay Byrne was first. Hey, uh, dope you out here saying God will embrace me and my dreams will manifest. I can fuck with it. Fuck yeah, brother. Positive <laughs> vibes out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What a fucking card that was. And I will be the first before you get on me. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't have it. I wasn't there. I wasn't right in my prediction for the main event. Korean Zombie dismantled Dan Ige, froze him up, couldn't do nothing, just made him look amateur almost. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know. It just he he survived more than I mean, I didn't I didn't think he would stay all five rounds with him. So, surprised me. Uh, hey, I knew you know I, mean? it, I knew it would go to decision because that's where the Korean Zombie's leaning toward more now in his career. But I expected Danny Gay to come with way more pressure than what he did. But hats off to Korean Zombie. He I feel like that's a false statement, by the way, because... How is that a false uh, statement? He's he's one of the best finishers out there, bro. He's not leaning towards it. He tried finishing him multiple times. My hat's off to Ige for, for surviving, bro. Oh, so it was just a survival for Ige? Uh, it, well, sir, EJ did pretty good. I mean, he didn't do too bad. He did he did better than I expected, but worse than you expected. So you know yeah. what I mean. But I don't think that I don't think that uh, that's in zombie strategy is to uh, just go for decisions. I feel like he is a finisher and he likes to finish, and that's what he goes for. Oh, I hundred percent believe he loves to finish and wants to finish, but with age your power starts to drop and you don't have those finishing capabilities that you used to have. Not saying that that Korean zombie is is super old, but it's highly unlikely that your power stays with you as you get older. I mean, we do have some exceptions to the rule, you know, like the immortal Matt Brown this week. I mean, good God. But um, it, it, it doesn't help. It just doesn't help. Age does not help you. It hurts you. And with Dan Ige, I expected him to take more chances, and he didn't. And hats off to Korean Zombie for freezing him like that. It was it was a good night all around, man. I was happy. There was a few fights that I didn't like, but for the most part, I liked all of them. What about you, man? Anything stand out other uh, than the main event? Give me one second. I'm just going to scroll through and look at all of them. So... I mean, 
Spivak, he didn't he didn't do that good in my opinion. That wasn't that great of a fight. Um, in I, my opinion, people said I'm wrong, but I think Grant still won that fight. But I don't know. Uh, did you see? Marlon, did you see him? I felt like he won the first round and then edged the second and then lost the third round. But did you did you see him after the fight? I understand that he. I mean, and some people say ten eight for the last round, but whatever. He still rocked him in the third round. Grant rocked him in the third round. How is that a fucking ten okay. eight? We're talking handing out ten eights like they're fucking candy. Yeah, I agree with you there. It shouldn't be handed out like they're candy in ten eights and shit. But but Marlon Vera came with a vengeance. I mean, yes, he's a slow starter. David Grant is a quick starter, so I'm going to give David Grant the first round. But after that, it was all Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera. Cheeto Vera just took it. I gave the second round to fucking Grant as well. I think he edged him. This was the Um, best fight on the card. I will say that. The Vera Vera Grant fight was the best fight on the card. Hands down. Rosa looked stupid or whatever. Uh... Oh, Juliana Rosa? No, no, that was a good that was a good fight. And it was it was one of the most easiest fights to break down because Choi Sung Woo, okay, did the same combination three times and adjusted and then Juliana Rosa adjusted too, but he adjusted in the wrong direction and just got hit with that left hook. That left yeah. hook is dangerous. But if you notice, uh, Choi would always lead with that power hand and then wait for Arosa to fall back and duck it. And then he would follow up with the left hook. And man, the, the one time that Arosa decided to come forward instead of back away from the hook is when he got caught. And as soon as he got caught, he went down like a sack of bricks, man. It was great. That was a great fight. Choi has Rose some straight ass punches. I want to like him and everything, but I just can't. Like he, he. When you want him to perform, he doesn't. You he know what doesn't I mean? perform. I agree. Uh, now this fight was cool, in my opinion. It was only one round. It was uh, Wellington Term Terman, and he got knocked out at the end of the fight. Bruno Silva. But Terman was on his ass from the fucking first, like, as soon as the bell rang, he was on his ass. And then Bruno Silva just decided to turn it around, get the fuck. I think he knocked him out from uh, full guard. Yes. You know, yeah. full guard and hit him with, with that ground and pound. Either Arts, I don't know if you're talking about that ground and pound, but that ground and pound was pretty fucking slick. Wow, J-Bone, all three rounds were 10-8 marks. Come on. He's just talking talk about. What you talking about? <laughs> He was talking about uh, with Cheeto Vera. I know what he's talking about because he's right. <laughs> but uh, it, it, I, I do want to ask you, how the hell did Alexi Olenek and Spivak get the main, get the co-main? Why wasn't Marlon Vera and and Davey Grant the co-main? Because dude, honestly, that's I mean, it literally felt to me. It just it actually ruined the night for me. I don't know how to explain it. Like Cheeto Vera. And fucking um, and David Grant had you up fucking excited. Then they put on this bullshit fucking heavyweight fight to slow down the fucking evening. And then you're like, God damn, I don't even feel like watching this fight. No one I knew. I was talking to a few like few people all around. No one gave a shit about that fucking heavyweight fight, bro. 
there was no stakes involved in it. It was a it was a guy, Olenek, who's in the twilight of his career. I mean, he's going on like 75 fights. Like, dude, okay, you made it to the UFC. You tried a title run. You got knocked out. Okay, you're not going to get that many. Your body just cannot take 75 fights and, and competing on a high level like that. It, it just can't, man. It was just... It just draw drew out the whole night, like you were like you were saying you were up for Vera and and Grant, and then you dropped way down for for Spivak and Olenek, and now you expect us to get right back up for Zombie and Ige. It you just didn't get to that level of excitement that you should have gotten for the main event, and and whoever made the the card lineup, shame on you. You knew what you were doing. It's fucked up. Yeah, and um. I will say, and I'm not trying to move on to next, I mean, you know, next fight, but I'm way more, I think that this, this next week, you know, this weekend is going to be way more exciting fights. Um, I, I think that, you know, we had a shit fight. Well, not a shit fight night, just not a, not too exciting fight night, but I think this next Saturday coming up, uh, will be a lot better and, and make us remember that MMA is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, there was a couple of good fights, but overall, all in all, it wasn't the best card. Uh, anything like anything you, else worth mentioning? Oh, you cannot not mention Matt Brown, the immortal oh, Matt yeah, Brown yeah. knocking out Diego Lima. I mean, he he listen to this stat. I don't know if you know this, but Matt Brown beat up Douglas Lima in 2007 and then comes and fights Diego Lima in 2021. And knocks him out. I mean, it's it's like that's it's crazy. Like, it's like you don't even listen to me. Because <laughs> I was talking about that. I said he done beat his brother, and now he's about to beat him. Last right. week I said that. Right, right. And I, I, I didn't think it was no. gonna happen. I didn't think it was gonna happen because I thought Matt Brown was gonna get tired, and Diego Lima was or Diego Lima was gonna kick that leg out and and put it put him put him on his back. That none of that happened. Diego Lima just got pressured, got put put on his back foot, and then when he tried to stand his ground at the cage, he got knocked clean out. Nice, nice hook. It was battle of the leg kicks at first, really. Lima was was doing well with his leg kicks. Matt Brown came back with some of his own, and uh, he's, he's I I'm glad Matt Brown like Matt Brown looked good, bro. Fuck yeah, he's a savage, bro. That's yeah. what I said, bro. Yeah, good uh, for him. Good for him. Samson in the building. Now, okay. So, by the way, what's up, uh, Wolfman? If we haven't said what's up, and Philip. Hey, uh, so uh, let's see. Wolfman was talking about why is Greg Hardy versus Ty Tuivasa third in the third to last on the Connor fight? Probably because uh, they both kind of are hype. Like they're. Their stardom is better than their skills, both of them. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and Brady versus Lee is the prelims. Uh, that is a fucking. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. But at the same time, maybe their main event in the prelims. I hope so. But that—that's—that's honestly—that's literally Lee being a gatekeeper and Brady trying to be the new guy. Yeah. And then, okay, so what about the Sean Strickland incident? I know you've seen that, right? That was dirty as fuck. 
I, you ain't gonna tell me no different. I've been Dang. in those situations. I've seen you prepare. A, I've prepared many a fighter for fight for fight night. And dude, you don't do that shit. You don't do wrist locks. You don't do heel hooks. And you don't do elbow pops right off the jump of a grapple. That's just that's just stupid. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like if it felt like he was trying to do that because the cameras were there. I mean, he was very aggressive at, or not very aggressive, but way too. For what he did, he was way too confident in what he was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he already had a built-in excuse. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? You're, now you know dirty. what to look out for. Now you, now you know that can happen. Like, nope. There's only one person in the history of MMA in the UFC to ever pull that off. And it was John Jones and Glover Teixeira. And he ripped his fucking shoulder out. But that's not going <laughs> to happen to Sean Strickland. I'm sorry. That's not how he fights. He's not going to sit there and get in your clinch. He's just not. He's going to pick you apart. And that's fucked up from that dude. That dude yeah, did not I mean, know his I, place. Me and my boy Saran and a few others, you know, on the team, we all say Sean Strickland is the new all-American hero. So anybody that likes American dudes and we want to get back, we want to back our American uh, fighters, Sean Strickland is our new American hero, you know. <laughs> Kind of yeah. like, you know, Matt Hughes and, 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 and who else? Like Dan Henderson. He's got that all-American fucking Sean Strickland. That's, so, you know what I mean? So, we all got to get behind him. Yep. But I ain't going to lie. I'm kind of – I don't want to see either one of those guys lose because he's fighting Uriah Hall next. And you already know Uriah Hall is my dark horse of that division. I, I'm going to guess it. I hate to say it, but I, I, if I had to put a, a, a prediction, I'm going to guess Hall would win. I mean, Hall is on on another level mentally than I've ever seen him. So I th- I'm agree with you on this one. I think Hall beats Strickland just because he is mentally more prepared for whatever obstacles in his way, whatever obstacle. But uh, I mean, moving on down to the down the prelims of last week's fight. I mean. What did you think of Chaos Williams and, and Matthew, the the semi-Jedi, Semmelsberger? What did you think about that fight? Because I was glued to my TV when that fight came on. I just was, I thought for sure that we were going to see a knockout with one of those guys. I'm trying to remember. I know it's it's terrible. Okay. But for some reason, I cannot remember that fight. So, Kalen Chaos Williams. The crazy knockout artist. I know. I'm looking at the two. I I know who they are. I just can't remember how the fight went. So Chaos Williams comes at at uh, Matthew Semmelsberger like a fucking freight train. He was hitting him three and four and five times, and Semmelsberger was just loading up that right hand the whole Mm -hmm. fight. It was like Matt would would try to hit him once and then get hit three times, but he was blocking him. So it wasn't like he was really getting hurt by them all. But a few would get in. A few would get in. So it was like he would... Chaos Williams was hitting him way more. But when Matt would land... Ooh! Man, it was... It was it was, it was a close one, man. It was really back and forth, tit for tat kind of thing. But Chaos Williams in the end... I think his volume of strikes won him that fight. It wasn't necessarily one particular moment where, you know, 
you could say Chaos was knocking him out or Matt was knocking him out. You just couldn't say that those two was very evenly matched. Just Chaos had way more volume. And the speed, the speed in Chaos Williams is scary for for mm-hmm. his weight class. I mean, that, that yeah, I, rem- I remember scary that, like, speed. Chaos, he was, like you said, he was throwing a lot. I was surprised that... Um, that Smelzenberger, Semmelsberger, sorry, Semmelsberger. Um, he is now Smelzenberger. Do not refer nah, to him I anyway. Just else. It up, but I'm just surprised that he did so. Like he survived some of that fucking onslaught because Williams does not fucking calm down. Now it it goes without saying that he had the best inspirational, motivational speech coming out of the first round with his brother in his corner, giving him the speech of his life. He's sitting there yelling at him. He's saying, every dark moment in your life has led you to this moment right here. Every obstacle, everything that God has put in your way has led you to this, and you will overcome it. And it was just, it was like, it was like some Tony Robbins shit. That's all I can, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, he was. It was like a rocky moment almost. The guy sitting there giving the speech of his life, and I, I felt bad when 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 Semmelsberger did come up short. But Chaos Williams had way too much volume to be denied. Odin Cush yeah. in the house. What's up, Odin? Hell yeah. Uh, and you know the other two fights that we haven't really mentioned. We, I mean, the one woman fight that whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, for me, at least. Jandu, and, J- oh, hold on. Jandaroby. Uh, yeah, what about her? Okay. She cut girl open. I mean, cut her eye. Was leaking. Split her shit. All right? It was a doctor stoppage. You might It might say TKO, but that was a doctor stoppage. That girl wanted to keep fighting. I don't even think it was a doctor. It didn't look like she wanted to keep fighting. I thought that her corner just... I thought she kind of gave up, and her corner was like, you know what? Fuck it. Well, she couldn't... She, she wanted to keep fighting... But she couldn't because it was just it was just too much. It was just too much. Like you could see in her body language that she wanted to keep fighting, but her body was giving out, and it just wasn't the. It, there was no chance of her winning, but you kind of admire the heart, and you're like, you know, we 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 have to stop the fight. But I think it was a good stoppage. But uh, Janda Roby, man, she is just she's on another level. These girls ain't ready for her. I hated the uh, Josh Par- Parisian. Parisian. I hated that fight, dude. I it agree. sucked. I agree. Um, and I mean, Ricky Glenn got a quick KO over fucking uh, Joaquin Silva, which was uh, cool, but I didn't expect it. I mean, oh, and and Casey O'Neill got the King Casey. Bro. King Casey O'Neill. Didn't I tell you? Didn't Rear I tell you about that one? Yeah, you did. You did. You did say that. I'm sorry. You did. You say KO round one, it wound up being rear naked choke. I was surprised, but I mean, I was surprised that she was she she got the submission or whatever. But I mean, I knew she was gonna win. I mean, I just this girl is she she's I think she's originally from Scotland, but then she uh, trains out of Australia or something. Hmm. But I mean, as before, I think I said like she she's the better Scotland person out of all the uh, the girl that's out of Scotland and the guy. Whatever that's oh, you're talking USA, about Paul Craig, I mean, and you're talking about. She, uh, I don't think technically she's training out of Scotland, so she don't count in my eyes. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay, that's like saying that's like saying uh, Song Yudong is Asian MMA. I mean, not tech. He's American. He's training in America. That's 
He's Asian American. That's what he's he's an alpha male dude. Okay, I agree. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, so I mean, I guess I don't really consider her like Scottish. Just like we wouldn't say uh, Izzy is Nigerian. You know what I mean? That's just his. That's what he is. Where he was born. He's 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 repping them people pretty hard though. I mean, no, but we we consider him like part of city kickboxing. Yeah, and 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 the New Zealand MMA. Uh, brand. True. We want to say he's training out of Nigeria. Right. Right. I get you. I get you. So that's what I'm saying with her too. Like, well, props to her. A not- third round uh, submission, rear naked choke over uh, Laurie Procopia. I mean, it, that that's how we started the night. It was a great. It it wasn't that bad of a night. There was a couple snoozers. The Parisian fight was a snoozer. I mean, it was back and forth. But you're watching two fat guys just punch each other. Kind of reminded me of a hockey fight. There wasn't really much technique involved. It just sucked, like, like Buddy was saying. Um, what about what about Alessia uh, Alessica or Alessica? Is that how you say? Kamer taking on uh, Nikolai. Uh, I'm not gonna say that name because there's one in here. Really, really, I don't see any Russians in here. No. Um, it's also it's also like a name for a bot, as if we were talking about like a Google. A Google. I did not know that. Look now, now my phone's trying it. What's the other name? That's the other brand, bro. Go ahead and say it. Android or Apple? What this you- man is stupid, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna type it in the chat. It's the same as this, bro. Oh, you can't say that. I don't want to because then that thing goes off. <laughs> okay. All right. I won't say it. My Google's but, going off because I said that word. <laughs> okay. So Alexa Kamer taking on Nikolai. Play sports. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. Play porno. <laughs> Alexa, intruder. <laughs> nah, chill. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about this one? Oh, man. Between these two. I, I wasn't a fan of this fight either. <laughs> I was I was a fan. Nikolai, Nikolai was awesome for me. I mean, he didn't stop. He was high pressure, high volume. I liked everything about this. I, it wasn't too much of a snooze fest for me. It was more of a technical battle. I mean... Kmart did come or started to come back in the later of the first round, but Nikolai just outvolumed him and and it showed. So when these two fight again, I don't uh, uh, I'm going to say like they still have to win me over. I don't give a shit if they fight. like I'm not going to be like, oh, cool, Nicholas or Nikolai, whatever you want to call him. It says nickel mine. But either way, it's like I'm not going to be say, cool, man. Can't wait to watch him. Like, no, (laughs) I don't give a shit about these guys yet. Yeah. They didn't impress. I am not impressed with their performance. <laughs> oh, Wolfman in the chat. Oh, you don't know what happens when you say Alexa Intruder? You should look that up on YouTube. See what happens. See what people do. You could you could do a lot of shit with Alexa Intruder. <laughs> your all your lights will go red. Play some uh some Pantera or some nasty fucking metal music. <laughs> And she gets on there and says, you fuck with the wrong house. And then just goes crazy. It, it's funny. <laughs> Check it out. But uh, anyway, um, 
Before we before we get into the next card with Cyril Gan and uh, Alexander Volkov, to uh, one thing, did you hear about Luis Pena? Uh, I just I seen the headline, didn't give a shit to watch it. Uh, he broke into somebody's house or some shit. Is that what it was? Now I don't know what happened exactly. The only thing it's a that bur- burglary, however you say that word, so, I can't even say it right now. Burglary? Burglary? Burglary. Burglary. But, okay, so I think it was Friday evening. Uh, Louis Pena gets arrested on uh, suspicion or or is robbery. Robbery. Robbery and sudden snatching at the third degree. So it was weird. I listened to a podcast, and they looked up the definition of st- sudden snatching uh, in the third degree. And that's basically like if you beat somebody up and take their phone, or you beat somebody up and take their wallet, that's sudden snatching. Or you run up and grab a lady's purse or something. So any of those things happened, that that you could get charged with sudden snatching. But um, he, the day before it happened... The day before he got arrested for it, he was talking about, hey, I'm finally reaching out. I'm getting the mental help that I need. Um, <laughs> and, and obviously, he just didn't get the proper help or he, he just made a bad decision. It it sucks. Or, or that situation happened. It just didn't leak yet. That's true. And he was saying to himself, like, hey, I want to get help, guys. I just got fucking caught yeah. uh, robbing some asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, look, I I don't want to see nothing bad happen to Louis Pena. I like the guy, but if it turns out that he robs some old lady for her purse, that's fucked up, and you get what you deserve. Is what it is. I hope it's not that way. I hope he like some dude was just trying to film him and he wasn't having it that morning, and punched him in the mouth and took his phone and tried to break it or something. That that's what I hope happened. But you know can't make any judgments until you know you hear all the facts i bet you he was buying drugs wow okay we're going right drugs yeah and then he robbed dude because he's like you ain't gonna fucking call the police on me you're a drug dealer but then he stole more than just drugs okay i bet he was on drugs you and j-bone think alike (laughs) but um the other thing i want to talk about uh, you probably don't give a shit about, but Ari Holwani did make his uh, big announcement on where he was going after he left ESPN. He actually did pretty well for himself. If you didn't know, he joined uh, BT Sports, which is the English uh, version of like UFC on Fox. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the ESPN over there. BT Sports. Uh, he has Dan Hardy. Uh, Laura Sanko and Michael Bisbing and a couple other uh, journalists that are all all over there going to be doing that. Plus, he also is uh, restarting the MMA hour on uh, MMA fighting, which is great. So he gets his old show back. He made a deal with Spotify on top of that to get the MMA hour and another podcast. So it's going to come out Monday and Wednesday. And what else was it? He did. He he has another uh, show that he can do sit-down interviews through BT Sports with whomever he wants. 
So, the well, I hope you don't keep acting like a fucking bitch. I'll tell you that much. I think it's going to get worse, honestly. And, I, and guess what? I'm going to watch them like I, I never have. I, I think, I'm not watching them. I just don't support that type of content where you act like a bitch the whole time. I think it, it will get worse because now he has the clout to do whatever he wants, kind of, and he has the money to back it up. Like, he's he he obviously made a better deal for himself than he was getting at ESPN. So for somebody to, to leave ESPN, and the way he put it and a few of the other people put it is, like, they tried to give him a pay cut. He didn't take the pay cut. So he went out and marketed himself to the market and got a pretty sweet fucking deal and took that sweet deal that was better than the deal he was already having. So hats oh, off to Ariel. to A great business decision. You, you get the, to do whatever you want. Your restrictions are off. Hallelujah to you. And you're, you're making Spotify money. Hallelujah to you. <laughs> Great on to you, man. I, I, I'm happy. MMA hours back. I, I really like Ariel sometimes. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. But uh, know, Ariel is your boyfriend. We get it. Oh, fuck you. But anyway, to, to this fight card this weekend, we got Cyril Gunn taking on Alexander Volkov. Well, got, before we move on, remember I got I, I was telling you before we started. Oh, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Mine. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, so a buddy of mine, he streams on Twitch, Monster MMA. Uh, he trains. He has his own gym in Texas, Victoria, Texas. Um, his his son, he trains like three, four of his sons. I can't remember how many sons he has. His son is making his debut on uh, Ultimate, not the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, what's what's the app called? UFC UFC um, Fight Pass. Fight Pass. So he's debuting on Fight Pass this Sunday. Uh, I think it's called Fury FC, and it should be starting around eight p.m. Uh, eight p.m. Eastern time. But you can follow uh, you can follow Monster MMA on Twitch, and he said he's going to be streaming it Sunday. So if you want to check out, kind of. Be cool to watch. We're gonna, we're all gonna root for him on MMA Mark side. Hell know, yeah! Uh, root, for, root for my buddy's son who he trains. He's saying he's predicting a first round submission for his son, bro. Fuck so yeah. you know, he, you know he don't fuck around. It's uh, his name is Dylan Aguilar. I was about to ask you if you wanted to say his name. I didn't know. Yeah, so Dylan Aguilar. Good luck to you if you're out there. Um, and what's the Twitch? What's the Twitch account so we can show him some love too? Monster MMA. Monster MMA. I'm going to shout it out in the chat. That's what's up. Oh, what's up? W... What is it? WDMA? WDMA Warrior. What's up, Warrior? How you doing, brother? Monster MMA. Dylan Aguilar. Check it out if you got Fight Pass. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Check it out if you got Fight Pass. You said this Sunday at 8 8, 8 p.m.? Well, yeah, and even if you don't have Fight Pass, he's gonna. I think he's gonna live stream his son's fight. Oh yeah, it's gonna be on Fury FC, right? Uh, yes, Fury FC. Hell yeah, man! That's like that's like the minor leagues, and then you you get what is it? Fury, LFA, yeah. um, and I believe the 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 guy is seventeen years old. Ooh, that's so a little he's young. seventeen that's and real it's young. his debut in the you know big debut. Where where is he fighting out of Texas? You said. Victoria, Texas. Victoria, Texas. You don't even give a fuck in Texas. <laughs> hey, his his father sounds like he's been training his son since he was old enough to train, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, 
before we move on to the card, I got one more thing. Did you see Anderson Silva taking on uh, uh, Cesar uh, Chavez Jr.? Uh, I didn't see it. I heard about it. Uh, did I give a shit? Not really. You didn't care? You didn't care about no, the man, redemption? I don't really watch boxing, homie. The like, redemption of MMA to boxing? Come on, man. Go, go for Anderson Silva. I don't, at the same time, I don't give a shit. What? Okay. This, this couldn't play better for Anderson Silva. I care a little bit because, you know, as much as I like the Paul brothers and, and they're doing a lot for boxing and promoting fights in general, like, to say that they're going to beat up MMA guys after MMA guys, and let's face it, Jake Paul might beat Tyron Woodley. He might. That's a... Bro, it's that's a, a legitimate fake, thing. Right. It's it's prof- it's professional wrestling. It just be that as it may, the reputation still stands. On top of it, you and I know that, but the casual fan doesn't know that. You and I know that it's very very plausible that people take dives for no, that. No, it's it's one hundred percent fake. I they they can't they they legally can't call it real. That's why they showed. Uh, even on the on the on the uh, what was it? What's that other uh, brand called? That Driller? Uh, Logan Paul just fought. What? Showtime. Showtime's supposed to be more legit, right? Yeah. And yet they 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 showed uh, his record of exhibitions and show and even talked about when he fought and beat Big Show. These are not legit fights. They're exhibitions. They're not. I mean, I don't know about his. I don't know about Silva's. I'm talking about the Jake Paul stuff. That okay. Silva fight could have been real. I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on that, but I'm saying these Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I wouldn't even compare them. I have no idea what the silver fight was, um, but as far as to act like they're real, I'm just gonna go with whatever I think is gonna make more money. Uh, if Jake Paul beats Tyron Woodley, it'll probably make Jake Paul more money. So that's what's gonna fucking happen. It's a fucking WWE of boxing. Okay, so so say the Paul brothers are fake and say Anderson's real for a moment, just. Okay, indulge I, I me. Really. Indulge probably, me for a minute. Go with me for a minute. He's okay. a, he fought a boxer, right? So Silva, a MMA guy, fought a boxer, correct? Yes. Anderson Silva fought, real. fought not a retired boxer. He is still active. He's 35 no, years said, old. I said that's probably real. And he still fights. He, I think he fights twice a year. He's not, he's not known as the best boxer, but, I mean, he's still actively fighting at a very high level in boxing. And Anderson fucking schooled him. I mean, just schooled him. And and as be that it, it was on um, Chavez's father's promotion. So the announcers were talking Chavez up as much as they could. And the judges actually gave Anderson a split decision, which I think was bullshit. It was a unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. I can't speak tonight. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, and Chavez didn't didn't make weight. He didn't make weight. He had to give up a percentage of his purse. And, Crazy. And the percentage of his purse was 100 Gs. So he had to hand... Good for fucking Silva, dude. He had to hand Silva 100 Gs. Straight, like, straight cash. Here you go. See ya. And, and still had to fight. Like, how is... Bo- I will never understand how boxing is so much more profitable than MMA. I will never understand that. And you can't tell me it's popularity. You cannot tell me. There's more to it than just that. Has to be. 
If anybody knows how that happened, how they can make that much money on that kind of a scale on pay-per-view, it's just mind-blowing to me. Peacemaker, I understand money laundering might be in in on that, you know, but good lord, man. Good lord. Wow. And that, just over overall, go for silver for making money. Yeah. Uh I don't care that it was MMA or boxing. If they would have fought MMA, I would have probably been more interested. Um But Silva he's old. He's he's not he's not as quick as he used to be. True. Uh regardless good for him now okay since you don't care you probably won't give me a good good thing but do you know who Canelo is yeah he's redheaded Mexican yeah pride of Guadalajara <laughs> I mean he he is probably I think he's the best boxer that there is today he's better I think he's better than uh Deontay Wilder I think he's better than Tyson Fury technically Canelo is the best that boxing has to offer. If you had the best boxer, who would you pick to go against him in MMA? What's his weight class? Uh, I think it's 150. I think. Let me make uh, sure. Let me make sure. Beforehand. Uh, Google fight. Uh, 168 pounds. Okay, so mm. so it's around 170, 155. In a boxing match or MMA? In, in a boxing match. Because I want to make it fair. Because right? you put it in MMA, he's going to get his shit split because there's takedowns and kicks. Just strictly striking. Strictly boxing. What kind of striker is he? He is an elusive striker. He can slip punches walking backwards and still deliver counter strikes. It is it is it is technically so perfect. It's beautiful to watch. Like I'm there that that is not an exaggeration. A Canelo oh, fight is obvious answer, beautiful. Then. Right now it's Max Holloway. Max Holloway? Either Max or, or Connor. I mean, who else in that Connor, around that weight whoa. class? Whoa, I wouldn't take Connor on that one. Connor needs his kicks. But Connor got Connor got them got that power. He does. And he doesn't. He doesn't need his kicks. He did. He did decent against fucking. Um, he didn't do. I mean, he didn't look like a fucking real boxer against uh, Floyd. Floyd, but he didn't necessarily look that bad. He, Floyd didn't go nearly as easy as he went on fucking uh, Logan. True. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, Connor kind of held his own. Yeah. So the fact that Connor, I think that. Max Holloway's cardio, it, it puts him as more of a front runner. But Connor got power, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Wolfman's a piece of shit. I'm gonna just say that right now. <laughs> Talking about just, Connor. Wolfman just calls it like he sees it. Man. Connor That's and Hardy is my favorite fighters. He calls Must a spade a spade, Ricky, like you. Yeah, <laughs> your fucking mind. Oh, my God. Fuck you both. Fuck you both right in the ear. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, so, I can't wait till Connor... Hey, July 10th is real fucking close, and he's going to get knocked out again, and I can't fucking wait. 
July 10th is uh, my father's birthday, by the way. Oh, man. July 10th and July 5th is your birthday, right? Hell yeah. Man. 30, 35, 36, something like that, right? <laughs> I'll be 31, bro. <laughs> Mm. Wait until I they... ain't old like you yet. Hey, 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 yet. hey, nobody talking about me in here. We're talking about you, all right? Nobody Let's talking about me. Let's not even get on backlogs, age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, backlog so damn old, the gray hair fell out. <laughs> hey, you know what is another good one? <laughs> another good another good fight uh, for Canelo? What? And I think I even heard a rumor of this before. Jesus. Fucking Jorge Masvidal, bro. Wow. Because, you know, I mean, he did get his ass whooped. I mean, got knocked out by fucking uh, Usman, Usman, but Uz the threat of the takedown and everything else was yeah. involved. If it's strictly boxing, Jorge might do pretty well. He might. He might. He definitely might do well. I, because of his his aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Jorge might do well. All right, look. But Canelo meets Stephen Thompson halfway in a fight kickboxing. Who wins? Stephen Thompson. <laughs> Thompson, easily. Easily. Good God. <laughs> oh, man. But but it was it was a fun night with that uh, um, Anderson Silva, uh, Chavez Jr. fight. Uh, Chavez Sr. fought, um, uh, who was it? Macho Camacho son, Macho Camacho mm -hmm. Jr. Now, Chavez Sr. is like 62 years old. It's Tucker. Which is crazy. You see him? <laughs> Thank you for the bits, Jay Bones. You the man. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but it it was a cool thing. I liked it. I liked the I like seeing the boxing. I like the technical aspect of all that shit. It's fun. Um. It was a good good night. So moving on, let's get to what we came here for, which is this weekend's fight. We got Cyril Gunn taking off Alexander Volkov. We went back and forth a little bit before the show on who you got and why and who I got and why. But we got a whole nother card, and I want to hear your picks, and I'll tell you my picks as we go up this motherfucker, and I'm <laughs> going to remain number one like I always am in a fight pick championship this week. It's going to be great. Well, you know, uh, special shout out to everybody who helped me do my fight picks yesterday. I had some help. Uh, Cheater. Kind of went over. Kind of went over it in the in the in the stream and stuff. Uh, so for the first fight, we got Yancey Madero's taking on Demir Hadzavica. Hadzavic. 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 All right, so. For me, yeah, you know, Yancy Maderos is a little bit more well known. Uh, the other guy, the Bosnian Bosnian bomber, he's pretty good, not the best. These guys is it's a weird fight. I'm just I'm hoping for something cool, but uh, I'm gonna go with Yancy Maderos with a decision just because he's slightly more uh, slightly more experienced, and and I think that will play a factor. I don't think that. Um, I think both of these guys can't afford to risk it right now because they're coming off of too many L's. Yep, I agree. I think this is going to be a, a grappling match. Slow as all hell. 
Um, it might. It's either going to be a de- decision, but I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm going to say Hadzavak, Demir Hadzavak, going to get him in a submission uh, round two, rear naked choke probably, because uh, let's face it, Medeiros got some bitch in his blood. Mm. He tends to quit later rounds. Yes, we'll see, man. Yeah. So moving on next, we got a uh, featherweight fight between. Charlie Rose, Charles Rosa, and Justin James. Where have I heard Justin James before? Can you please enlighten me, buddy? Because I feel like we talked about this guy, and I feel like I was impressed with his performance. Am I correct? Or is he coming off an L? So he's coming off a three L's. uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) But his his debut was a a, a quick turn, not quick turnaround, it was a short, late notice fight against Frank Camacho. He went in there and fucking sparked fucking Frank Camacho and whipped his ass. Remember that fight now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came in and made light work. And this guy's nickname is Guitar Hero. He's kind of cool, but he lost. He almost beat Gavin Tucker, but then Gavin Tucker beat him in the later rounds with the rear naked choke. Um, he, he got his ass whipped by Gabriel Benitez. And then Devontae Smith, they were banging it out. And Dr. Stoppage because he had an eye injury. Oh, man. Charles Rosa, Boston Strong, but still fighting out of Florida, even though he's Boston Strong. Uh, I'm going to go with Justin Jane's knockout first round. I'm not a big fan of Charles Rosa and his performances. He's good, but it's like it's he's too average. He's well-rounded. Like, he's not bad anywhere. But he's not great anywhere, in my opinion. But he's he's like a black belt in, 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 in jiu-jitsu, right? But then fucking, um, what's his name? Bryce Mitchell kept getting him almost in that fucking, um, in that uh, triangle. I mean, not triangle. Twister. Twister. Twister, Twister. Uh, Twister, mister. This okay. Gorilla Glue got my mind fucking going crazy. <laughs> Blow your head right off. But, um, so... I'm taking so Charles got, Rosa. Man? I'm taking Charles Rosa in this. Uh, I'm I think I think most people probably will. He's he's the well, way more well known guy. I, I'm going to take Rosa, and I'm going to say decision, because just by basing up, I mean he lost to Derek Minner, he beat Kevin Aguilar, and he lost to Bryce Mitchell, like you said. But they were decisions. They were all decisions. So he's he's taking it all the way down. Your mom's name is Rosa. Hmm. I don't mean red in Spanish or something. That's Roja, not Rosa. I know it was something like that. <laughs> um, a Rojo, yeah, excuse I mean, me. <laughs> whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Charles Rosa. I just. I mean, he's kind of cool at the same time. I'm not. I don't hate him. I'm just not. He hasn't shown me anything to. Be excited about. Okay. So your favorite division is up next. Tell me who's fighting. Uh, it's the Bantamweight Women's Division. Uh, it's my favorite. <laughs> Julia Avila uh, taking on uh, Julia Ja Stolarenico. Very good. Um, Hooked on phonics work for you. I'll take it. So Julia Avila, Avila. that's the Raging Panda. Yeah, and this other girl, 
Uh, she don't have a nickname, but we're just gonna call her um, Rear Naked Choke for now, because I think that's all she really goes for, right? She's kind of a one-trick pony in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, now Julia uh, or Raging Panda, she didn't do too well against Sarge, but Sarge gives a lot of people problems in this weight class. I agree. Before that, she was doing pretty well in the UFC. She she had a uh, win against uh, Panny Kanzad, um, and Gina. She got the quick work of Gina Mazzani. Uh, I went with a decision for Avila, Raging Panda, because I I do think that she will be able to avoid that rear naked choke that that's all, or arm bars, whatever. And it was something like that. The other girl always goes for. It. She always tries to get the back right. She's just obsessed with trying to get the back constantly. Yeah, she'll take your back, try to choke you, but most likely she'll go for for an armbar. So who you got again? I'm sorry. Uh, Raging Panda decision. Okay. That's a villa. Yeah. I'm taking a villa as well, but I'm saying she's going to finish this girl and, and TKO her in the second round. I'm going uh, Panda, second round TKO. So next up we got a light heavyweight battle between uh, Marcian uh, Procinio and Ike Villanueva. Uh, it's 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 an easy fight for me. I'm taking Marcian uh, KO first round. Easy as shit. Damn, okay. Okay, and let's it, fucking go. It, it's going to be short work. It's going to be short work, too. It's going to be great. All right, look, I remember. I don't, Do you remember the fight against Khalil Roundtree? Yeah. I hated that fight. I thought he looked. I thought they both looked like shit. Um, and then he had three L's before that. And it seems like anytime somebody wants to bang with him, he gets knocked out. Sam Alvey knocked out Marcin, bro. Sam Alvey. Okay? Smiling Sam Alvey, the king of the one-two. I, I, okay, if you practice, what, what did Bruce Lee say? Don't be scared of the guy that has a thousand kicks. Be scared of the guy that practices one kick a thousand times. Sam Alvey has gotten down to one two. He's done that a million gazillion times. I'd be scared of his one two. Okay. He, All right. Well, so I'm not I'm saying going with Hurricane Ike. Uh, Hurricane Ike. Go ahead. That's Hurricane Ike, and he's gonna win by a knockout in the second round because I've seen I see Marson does have a little bit of defense to him, uh, especially against Roundtree. But the difference between Ike and, and Roundtree is I think Ike's hungry, bro. You okay, know, I think yeah. he wants that win. His his debut fight uh, in the UFC was against Chase Sherman, a heavyweight. Then he fought Jordan Wright. And uh, so he he got he got his ass whipped by fucking Chase Sherman right off the bat. It was it was bad. It was a quick, quick fight, quick notice fight. He but made it out the first round. Huh? I said he made it out the first round. Against Chase Sherman? Mm-hmm. I remember incorrectly then. I thought it was like instantly. Oh, 49. And that, was the, that was the one where Chase Sherman said, you know when you get a 10-pack of nuggets and then you get 11? <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> and then uh, we got he, – he had a doctor stoppage against Jordan Wright where he got he got a doc, he got the, uh, cut. Yeah, he got cut. And cutting. honestly, I he still wanted the fight like you were talking earlier about uh, that woman. Yeah. Um, but – and then he beat uh, a gimme. He had a gimme fight against that guy Vinius or Vin- Vincinius or however you say it. Yeah, Vincinius. Uh, I think that I think this this is a test to see who they want to fucking back. And I think Hurricane Ike is going to come through with the second round knockout, bro. Oh, okay. Ike with the second round knockout. I'll I'll take it. 
All right, what we got up next? I think it's a welterweight fight, right? Oh yeah, and I have no idea who this guy. Or I've not. I don't know nothing about um, Jeremiah Wells, you, other than he trains at a Henzo Gracie Philly, and that's with. Uh, I think it isn't. Is that the one with Sean Brady in it and stuff? I'm gonna look it up again. Yeah, this is his debut. He's coming out of a CCFC. I'm not sure what that is. Um, so this is his debut. He looks pretty, pretty ripped up. Um, God help him. I don't know. I don't know nothing about him, honestly. Looks like he likes to choke people. But, uh, I'm taking, I'm taking Alves. Worldly Alves. I mean, dude's big. He's strong. He's got experience. He's been in the UFC for a good amount of fights now. Uh, he's coming off a win, body kick, and a ground and pound victory on round one to uh, uh, Lazarus. I think that's his name, or Lazarus. I mean, so I'm ta- I'm taking Alves in here. I'm taking a second round knockout. So, for Worley Worley Alves, for him only having fourteen and four, he's fought a lot of the top competition of welterweight. And and like I said, one of his most notable fight, even though how long ago it was, yeah. he has a win on Colby Covington. Okay, <sighs> that's what um, I'm sad. That's enough for me to pick him. The experience alone on who, who he's been tested by, I know literally no one. This guy has fought uh, Jeremiah Hill. I mean, um, Wells. Sorry, Hill is the guy that got his arm tor- torn off. Uh, there's not enough about him that I would pick. I'm going to have to say my boy Worley Alves by decision. Okay. He might have the first UFC fight jitters and everything else. Yeah, that's fun. Them bright lights, they they mess with a person. So, CM, um, hold on, hold on. Wolfman's saying that the Cage Fighting Fury Championships is CFFC. And CM Punk is the announcer. Yeah, I heard. Uh, well, wow. the commentator, I believe, right? Wow. Oh, the commentator. Excuse me. Wow. I I didn't think CM Punk had M- MMA like credentials to go and do anything with MMA anymore. I thought he was done. Huh. I mean, he's a name, dude. He probably enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I mean, you got... You got plenty of guys that are commentary that aren't as good. Just because the UFC has been taking more and more UFC vets to commentary doesn't. I mean, you got guys like Mike Goldberg. I mean, who the fuck ever. I mean, yeah, uh, Mark Goldberg. Mike Goldberg or Mark Goldberg. Mike Goldberg is a uh, play-by-play guy. So, like, you know. Yeah, he, but I'm just um, I'm just saying that not everybody has to have the experience. I, I think agree. that he's. I don't think he probably is that bad. I don't know, but hey, it says uh, he's okay, but cool. All right, moving on. We got another welterweight fight right after this. Uh, Shetvak Rachmanov. Manov? Rachmanov? Yeah, that's good. Rachmanov. That sounds good. Taking on uh, Michelle. uh, It's not Paul Horace. It's uh, Pazaris. Pazaris. When I first seen it, I was like, Paul Horace is back in 
but no. Bro, but it's kind of funny because not not as dress or not as big as Paul Harris, but this is that little guy. Like he's kind of a smaller frame, but he's got really big. Like he's muscular, like kind of a buffer, smaller guy, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And and he he kind of was pretty good, probably around when we started the podcast or a little bit before. Um, we were like, man, this guy's pretty good, bro. He's a fucking. I mean, tank. He's got a he's got a split decision against Desmond. I mean, um, Zach Cummins. But that was three years ago. You know his what I mean? Nickname, his nickname is Trader. Yeah, he's <laughs> a traitor. That's 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 different. It's not traitor spelled like that though. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, traitor, trator, yeah, or trator. <laughs> Trader would spell yeah. With an I, right? Yeah, we need an I in there, but this is T R A T R O. Trator. Uh, God bless him. It's, but I am definitely taking Rachmaninoff. He's undefeated. I mean, this. I'm pretty sure this is the guy I was talking about. Remember when I said he's a guy that's coming off and he wears a whole squirrel on his fucking head like Davy Crockett? Is this that guy? Are we sure? I think this is that guy. If this is that guy, he is really good striker. I mean, a really good striker. I got him winning. First round KO, rock bottom off. It's gonna be great. I think it actually is. But um, hold on. Sorry. So it just means masculine, I think. Masculine in, in Portuguese. Oh, okay. And it's pronounced trator. <laughs> Tractor. Hold on, I'm tractor. Tractor? Maybe it means tractor, bro. Oh, okay. That would make a little bit more sense. Maybe it means tractor. It means tractor. I was reading wrong. Sorry. <laughs> he literally, his nickname is tractor, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so tractor versus nomad. Um, This guy's 13-0. Like you said, he, he's a savage I won with him by decision because this tractor, tractors don't fucking die very easily. Um, this guy, let me see real quick. Let me see real quick. What this you guy, saying? Perez, uh, <laughs> how you say that? Or tractor. We're just going to call him tractor. Uh, he, he's only, he's never been finished. You feel me? Okay. Never. And he's fought people like, Ishmael uh Nerdeviv or whatever, uh Zach Cummins, Desmond Green, Gilbert Burns. He beat Gilbert Burns, bro. Who did? Michelle. Michelle uh Pajardas beat Gilbert Burns. Yeah, yeah. He beat Jesse Ronson. Nice. Uh I mean he's got notable wins on here. Alright, so you know this is gonna saying? be this guy good. this guy has a good record against uh notable guys so i think that this this guy that's thir- he's 26 and 3 and yeah. he's going against a 13 and 0 i think the 13 and 0 is going to shine through and get the decision i just don't think that he's i think that this guy's tested enough to where he doesn't get finished nice nice all right i'm still going with ko round one with rock because he's showing angles and 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 fights that you know this this guy he's just different. doesn't yeah he's very different He's different than everybody that uh, yeah. Michelle fought. So what do we have up next? Uh, main event in the prelims. Is it uh, 
Hione, or is that how you say it? Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. I have here that we have Kennedy Nezajukwu taking on uh, Daniel Marquez. Oh, that's that's on my main card, bro. I don't know. Oh, that got moved to the main card. I'm not sure. I I'm looking on Typology, homie. That's like way up. But I mean, we can talk about that one next. Okay. Um. So Danilo Marquise. Yeah. Or Marquez taking on Kennedy, uh, the African savage. Um, do you do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You here? go. Go ahead. All right, fine. So the African savage, uh, the few times I've seen him perform in the octagon, I'm not a fan at all. I don't I don't want to back this man. I mean, he's got – he's 8-1. He's lost to Paul Craig by a triangle choke, and that's his only loss. But – uh, his last fight against Carlos Alberg. Carlos Alberg beat this man over and over again and just didn't have any energy left like after round one. And it was um, him just being big and tougher than the other guy. And this guy, and, and Alberg, I mean, uh, Kennedy, he's so slow. So slow. Yeah. I can't stand how slow he is. Yeah. And, um, this other guy, he's been kind of every test they put in front of him, he's been doing very well. He he's he seems like a uh, decent um, fighter. I'm backing him. I think he'll get the submission by second round. Uh, Marquez second round submission. I agree with you a hundred percent, completely, even down to the finish and around uh, Marquez. Second round submission. I agree with you for all those same reason. And with all that being said, it just begs the question: just how slow is Kennedy gonna be? <laughs> for being named the African Savage, I mean, he's. And the funny thing is, is like he was a lot bigger than Allberg because he's six five, but yeah. Danilo is six six. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and he don't... ain't gonna be the bigger guy. He might be a little bigger depending on what you know, the body. I'm not sure about body types, but. He definitely ain't going to be the taller guy. Yeah. So, who you got next on your... your? Uh... Now, you tell me because my order is different. I'll just go for your order. Okay, my my next fight is Hanato Mike. This starts the main card. Hanato Moicano take it on Ja Herbert. Is that All right? right? Uh, I got that fight. Okay. So, do you know anything about Ja Herbert? Yeah. All right, tell me. I know that he trains with Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy is a big fan of Ja Herbert. Um, and you re- you re- will remember Ja Herbert best because he got knocked out. And this is where Dan Hardy went off on referee uh, Herb Dean. Yeah, it, I remember. Because Ja Herbert got knocked out by this. by uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Trinaldo, yeah. Now, um, shout out to those guys out there. My one of my good friends uh, on on Twitch. He's uh, To Soul Rap on Twitch. He said that he recently got to train with Dan Hardy, and he was like starstruck. Uh, he, you know, he trains. With, he might train with this guy. I don't know. I re- yeah. I have no idea. But I mean, he got knocked out by Trinaldo, bro. I can't go with the. I can't go with him. His name's the Black Country Banger. Uh, and he's from England. That's a weird name. 
maybe that's an English term I'm not sure of. Okay. Hanato Moicano, uh, submission round one. He sometimes he comes in there and does it quick sometimes, bro. And I think that's what's gonna happen. You know, uh, the country banger seems like he's more of a, a striker, but then again, he's coming out BJJ gym. But still, I mean, it's Moicano, bro. I cannot back Moicano at all. I just can't. I know Moicano is, is it, Cub Swanson to you, bro. I know he he has so much in common with Cub Swanson in his technique and his output. It's scary. And personally, if it makes I, you feel better. He beat Cub Swanson. Well, of course he will. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I think these guys are fighting for the job here. Ja Herbert, nah. Ja Herbert's not doing too hot. Moicano's losing consistently. I, I got Ja Herbert winning uh, via decision, and I just think Moicano is just. He's just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, chum. He's just bait and just just a, a, a gimme fight for the next competitor. He's like mm. the first line gatekeeper now, man. I mean, his jab's fucking amazing and, and his, and his jujitsu seems to be good. He's quick with it. He, he's he quick. locks it in quick, bro. He's, it's, it's, it, he does. I mean, he's not like a lot of these other jujitsu guys. He, he goes right fucking forward, dude. I agree with you. That he locks up submissions really quickly, but in in that in that vein, he always goes for submission before position, and that is not correct. You always take position before the submission, and that's where he gets up in a lot of trouble with anybody that has a decent fight IQ is going to pick up on those bad habits that Moicano has and exploit them. And no. How do you have him winning again, Ja Herbert? Uh, decision. All right. Because uh, I don't think Ja Herbert is, is is to, like, UFC upper level yet. I think he's still got potential, and he's got to work on a lot of his holes in his game because he tends to reset a lot. Like, if he doesn't get the look that he wants, he will back up and reset a lot, and you can get caught. That's how Trinaldo caught him. I mean, I'm... I just think that, like, he leaves himself open when he resets a lot, and he needs yeah. to shore up that hole. So I think if he can keep Moicano on the back foot, he'll win this because he'll tag him up. So, um, what's up, Tune? Tune twenty seven. What does Timor Timmer fall fall in your card? Timmer uh, Vale Valive. Timmer Valive. T I M U R. Uh, I'm looking on fight uh, typology now. So Timmer, 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 Timmer. I don't see Timmer. Where's the Timmer? Timmer, 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 Timmer. Uh, Is the Timmer. Still on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on. For me, it was, it was right before, uh, the OSP fight. Is when uh, Roni Barcellus and Timmer Va- Va- uh, Valley. Is going to fight. All right, well, let's just get that out of the way because it's like way down the car for me. It's just one we skipped. All right. So, uh, do you know anything about these guys, or you want me to just go ahead and? I don't know anything about these guys other than they are one thirty-five. All right. So, this guy Timur Valiev, his nickname is Lucky. Um, he has a. Is this called a draw? No, it's a no contest, I believe. 
against uh, Trevin Jones. Whatever, we're not even going to talk about that. Martin Day, he went to decision and won against Martin Day with a decision. Um, he's from Moscow, Russia. He's out of the Jackson Wink camp. Fuck, um, man. You know, he can be pretty good. He last weighed in at 145.5, and they're fighting at 135 now. So that's another thing. Now, Barcelos, speaking of position over submission, uh, I think that's where this is ba- this battle is going to be. But Barcelos uh, has wins against some, you know, people like uh, Saeed uh, Nurmagomedov, however you say that. Um, yeah. You know, Chris Gutierrez, um, fight, you know, fighters like this. I think that this is going to be a, a grappling match, if I had to guess. And I think Barcelos is going to win by decision. Oh, with the big cheers. Love you, Tune 27. Oh, yeah. But look, look, Barcellus, I just think, like you said, the weight cut for uh, Tamer and Barcellus is used to facing higher competition. I got Barcellus in this decision, no problem. Easy peasy. Yeah. Well, Jackson Wink, man, they come up with some good game plans. That's the, that's the factor in this. Yeah, but you have to, you have to rise to that level, and I, I don't see Tamer rising to that level right now. I could be wrong. As Wolfman talks about how he don't like it. I kind of don't like it either. Where where it left a bad taste in my mouth is the one where, um, what's his name? <coughs> uh, dude, the dude with the uh, the carpenter. Guido. Clay Guido, when 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 he was just running away from homie the whole time. God, and it that was, was because Greg Jackson told him to. Like, so you can't win if you can't up. hit me. Yeah. Like, Bro, the fucking fight sucked. It wasn't even a fight. It's 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 like Greg Jackson. Stop trying to fucking find an exploit here and just fight, bro. Mm-hmm. What you got next on this on this card? I think I I I fixed all my catch ups, you know, because like we skipped around a little bit. So yeah, I'm I'm right in line, I believe. So who you got next? Dirty Bird Tim Means taking on Nicholas Dalby. All right, let's hear your breakdown, and then I'll tell you what's wrong. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Mean is an old dirty bird on his way out. Uh, he had his last hurrah with the couple fights that he had. Um, and I think that it is over for dirty bird Tim Means. I got Nicholas Dalby with all the heart, all the fire coming in. He's going to wrestle him to the ground, ground and pound. TKO third round Nicholas Dalby right here. You heard it first. Yeah, Tune. We're talking about fight night Saturday night. So he said some of the things he said, let's address the age issue first. Okay. okay. Let's address it. Dirty Bird Tim Means is 37 years old. That's old. Four months and six days. All right. That's 37 That's four old. Months and six days old. Nicholas Dalby? Yeah. 36 years old, 36, seven months, one week, and three days. Fucking so they're not, they're not, they're not far off. Chicken from compared to Tim Means. Huh? He's a spring chicken compared to Tim Means. He don't even have a whole fucking year on my dude. All right. <laughs> secondly, secondly, 31. Yeah. Plus 12. That's 53, 54. Tim Means has 54 fucking fights, bro. That's a lot of fights. Nicholas Dolby has 24. 
24. 24 that's a, fights. That's a decent amount of fights. Nicholas Dolby's got that awkward style, like a different style than a lot of other people with the way he, you know, it's kind of like almost karate stance with leg kicks and offsetting motherfuckers and shit. Uh-huh. But Tim Means is the dirty bird, bro. He always finds a way to fucking get in there and do what he needs to do. So, so um, how is Tim Means going to take care of this? And Tim Means was saying, uh, pre- prepared is an understatement at this point. Prepared is an understatement. Okay. I yeah. forget how he worded it, but I saw it on Instagram. He's ready, bro. He was training for somebody last week and then Nicholas and then his, his opponent fell out and Nicholas Dolby's opponent fell out. So he said, fuck it. Let's fight, bro. Um, this is a, this is a dangerous fight for uh, Tim Means, you know, likewise for Dolby. But I think Tim Means is just going to stick to the basics and, and win the decision. He might mix it up. He might strike and grapple a little here because Tim Means can do it all. I, I hear you. I hear you. Look, Tim Means has surprised me in the past. Tune in here saying you're never too old. Randy Couture fought until he was 46. Ringator is a fucking superhero who walked six miles after having a heart attack without medical attention. They don't make people like Randy Couture every day. Tim Means is just and another man. Usada, Usada wasn't around in forty-six-year-old Randy Couture. But um, one one thing one thing to mention here, right? Is has Tim Means? Can you find one Tim Means fight that was a born fight? No, no, I can't. I cannot. That's why you got to say. He's got that Nick Diaz mentality type of deal. You know, he's like a savage. Matt Brown, he's beaten Matt Brown before, I think. Um, he's, he's a fighter's fighter. And he's fought everybody, bro. He's fought a lot of motherfuckers, bro. And he's coming off of two wins. I think he fucking rolls it over and gets another great decision. How good did he look against Mike Perry, bro? He looked really good. But Mike Perry, in Mike Perry's defense, Mike Perry's a fucking nutcase, okay? He's How's that Mike Perry's a defense? You mean Tim Means? <laughs> no, Mike or... Perry's. Mike Perry's, because that's his excuse for losing that fight. Okay. <laughs> but, so the MMA math that's involved in this, or MMA algebra, <laughs> whatever you call it. So Daniel Rodriguez, D-Rod, yeah. beat the shit out of Tim Means, right? Yes, and he did. And out, I believe, right? Yes, he did. He fucked Nicholas him Nicholas Dolby's last fight was Daniel Rodriguez, and he won. But, if you don't remember... The way we were reviewing it, we were kind of like, man, Daniel Rodriguez, we kind of liked the way he was fighting better. He was bo- he was boxing, but Nicholas uh, uh, <laughs> Dolby was sitting there <laughs> uh, ready with for his that. kickboxing, kicking his legs and stuff. Oh, Dickless. Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, all right. Dude, you just, you just made me kind of nervous talking about weight cuts, uh, Peacemaker, because what if Dirty Bird started weight cutting be- or cutting weight? Before he, uh, you know, last week, what if the weight cut affects him, bro? Ooh. I even think about that. Dirty bird. Gonna get taken to the cleaners. Nicholas Dolby. How much do you think he walks around at, bro? Tim Means? Yeah. 200 pounds. Easy. Mm. Easy 200. An easy 200 pounds. I'm still going decision on bird. Okay. You heard it. Dirty bird. Early bird gets the worm. <laughs> All right. Next, I got Andre Touchy Feely taking on uh, uh, Daniel Panetta. Or Dane Panetta. Is that how you say it? I forget. Daniel. Daniel Panetta. Daniel Panetta. 
Yeah. Um, Daniel Panetta is the guy that got knocked out six months ago by Cub Swanson, your favorite fighter. And but he also right before that he beat Herbert Burns with the crucifix. Yeah. And the elbows. Uh, how do you have Andre Feely winning? You fucking bitch. Uh, I'm. I don't know. Every time I pick Andre Feely, he loses. No shit. Every single time. So I don't. I don't want to take it. I don't want to take him. I'm taking Daniel Panetta. TKO second round. That's how I'm doing it. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be safe. Maybe might. I might even do decision. But I want to be something definitive. So I'm gonna take TKO second round. I'm gonna take it. So, I picked Panetta decision. I feel like most people are going to pick Feely. Um, I'm 100% rooting for Panetta. I'm not a big Feely fan. Like, Sadiq Yusuf uh, did very well, and Bryce Mitchell. Seems like he doesn't do well against grapplers. Right, and Feely's not a grappler. Not a grappler at all. Yeah, so I think Feely, if if, if he gets Feely down, it's going to be more Panetta. Uh, Panetta, I mean, he's got the crucifix win, and Feely, Feely, every time somebody grapples on me, it seems like he's the the one playing catch-up on grappling. Yeah. Tune in nope. the chat talking about, am I a fan? <laughs> am I a fan of Korean Zombie? Well, look, if you came in here first like J-Bone always does, you'd know right now that I'm an eh fan of Zombie. I didn't have him winning last week. I thought Ige was going to pull it out with all that pressure that he does, people. Zombie! Zombie. And as you can see, this motherfucker over here, he is a zombie fiend and fanatic. He is no, all he's, ab- he's, he's all about the Korean fight. zombie. He goes for the finish. Bro. He goes he for the finish. I, hey, I'm not the big fan on him. I can't. I, I was happy, happy as hell that Yair beat him. That was one of my favorite fights of that year. In fact, it was my most favorite fight that year. So I will say I'm a fan of his fighting but not a fan of him. So I'll, I'll just put it to you like that, too. Zombie won that whole fight until he got knocked Get out. Get the Come fuck out of here. Let's you go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Zombie was winning that whole fight until he got knocked out. That's yeah, it. as is everybody. As is everybody's winning the fight until they get knocked the fuck out. I don't want to hear mean, that. Whatever. So who we got? I got next OSP, Events St. Peru. Uh, taking on Tanner Bozer. Is that who you have next on your that's list? Who I, that's the co-main event, right? Tanner Bozer, uh, OSP. Uh, yep. Oh, look. It's, it's going to be a crazy fight. Tanner Bozer just likes to brawl too much. And it's going to be his downfall eventually. He needs to... I, I don't want to make him sound dumb, but he needs to get his ring IQ up a little bit more before he moves to the next level. I don't think he's ready for these upper-level UFC stars like OSP, who will drag him into deep water, put him in a trap, and and take him out. I got OSP winning submission second round. You know, I forgot that the OSP choke is a thing. What? While I was picking this fight. Oh, man. I'd like to hear you... I want to hear your prediction now without the knowledge of the OSP choke. So, 
Tanner Bozer just fought, didn't he? Yes, he did. Not e- not two even a month ago. ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, he just fought. <laughs> yeah. He broke homie's arm, but still lost. Um, so I picked OSP by knockout second round because I feel like Tanner Bozer likes to do getting a rhythm. And I feel like when OSP has somebody that's trying to get in a rhythm, he's really good at reading those rhythms and making people pay. And then he counters like he did the uh, Menafield, Alonzo yeah. Menafield. Um, hmm, that choke's there, but how how good was? And it's a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, it's a heavyweight fight. Uh, second round knockout. He's gonna he's gonna stand with him. Who who Bozer? You taking Bozer in the second round? Hell no! I got OSP knocking him out. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say you need to you need to check yourself, dude. Speaking of people being old, this guy uh, OSP is thirty eight. Woo! Yeah, but black don't crack, yo. Okay, black don't crack. OSP all day. I don't know why he's going. He went back to heavyweight. It's kind of weird. <laughs> he just can't figure out what weight class he wants to fight at. Yeah. Last well, time he weighed in, he was two hundred seven pounds. Two hundred ten. Seven. Seven. And. Right. Um, Bozer's last weight was 242. It's pretty significant. And, yeah, they're fighting at 265. Okay, so nobody makes a weight cut, and they all, they're all they all fat and happy as they get on the scales, and they're having a good a good fight. Hell, yeah. I, I, think, I think ring IQ alone will play a big part in this. Like you said, OSP yeah. breaks up the rhythm. OSP's a better grappler, and OSP will set traps and, and counter way better than Tanner Bozer. If OSP is smart, he's not going to stay and trade with this dude. And OSP has traded with the best of them. I mean, he he fought John Jones. He fought fucking um, uh, Rumble Johnson. I mean, he's fought some hard-hitting dudes. I, I just see OSP running away with this one. The only thing for me, uh, just to, add, to piggyback or to add on top of what you're saying, uh is that Bozer, the only thing he really can bring to the table against OSP is a little bit of speed. Even though even though OSP's a lighter guy, I feel like Bozer has the speed advantage there. And um the 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 youthfulness, you know, and and but other than that, I think that OSP's better, like you said, stand up and grappling, bro. Yeah. Wolfman says Tanner's filling in. Like so this is a short notice fight. Uh who is yeah, who was big heavyweight. who was uh, OSP's opponent before this? Do we know? It must have been a light heavyweight. Yeah. Well, I mean the weight, the weight will probably be an issue. I mean, let let's think about this. OSP probably walks around at like two thirty, so he'll probably come in around two twenty five, two twenty. And Bozer's probably going to come right around what he was, 240. Maybe 245, give or take. Gosh. It's going to be a nice one. But I, I, like I say, I still stand by my decision. OSP is going to run away with this one. So, moving on. We're going to say Cyril Gaon whips up on Alexander Volkov. Is that fair? That's a fair assessment, right? It's gonna be a, a, a no no contest kind of thing, like uh, Volkov won't have a shot in hell. I mean, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. By the way, oh shut the fuck up! Look, tune in the chat already. He said he's got Alexander Volkov because he looks so sharp. 
against Overeem. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying I think that most people are on that hype train for fucking Gon. I like Gon. Gon, Gon. It's his patience is what draws me to him. When he has a guy hurt, he doesn't swarm them like like most Max, newer guys. Uh, Max Grisham. Max Grissom. Grisham. 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 Hmm. And he's somebody that's been floating around from heavyweight to light heavyweight. He he withdrew. And oh. um So we're talking about the OSP fight now. The OSP yeah, sorry, sorry, dude. I just I, I went and right. looked it up. It's alright, it's good. OSP had an original fight instead of Tanner Bozer. It was this Max Grisham. Uh, so Max Grisham withdrew him, withdrew from the fight, and Tanner Bozer steps in uh, on a short notice to fill in for this OSP fight. So there's going to be a weight discrepancy. There's going to be, you know, the thing that is on Tanner Bozer's side is that he just had a real fight. So, I mean, he's going to be ready to ready to go. But I like like we said, OSP has just got the IQ and the grappling and the just the higher level than Tanner Bozer. Yeah, definitely been in there with a lot better competition than Bozer's been in there with. Agreed. And done way better than Bozer has. Agreed. Wolfman, I like that money bet right on Gone. That's what I'm slacking about. I, a lot of people like Gone, bro. I mean, he's he dude, a lot of people have Gone that I've talked to. You know, don't sleep on Gon. Like, don't think that Gon, like people are sleeping on Gon. People were pretty hype about Gon. So, so tell me why I'm wrong, and tell me how Volkov is just gonna run through Cyril Gon. Well, I don't think he's gonna run through him. I think that he fucking gets a third round KO or TKO, um, whatever you want to call it. Honestly doesn't matter um i think that the way he throws his strikes with it's like you know straight down the pipe and it's so, it's so solid he, he punches with his with his with all his weight man he I does, mean, Volkov he, just looks so good he just he fucking brutalized fucking uh overing bro he and, did. and like i was saying earlier in our mark out minute when we were t- discussing this fight you got somebody like Volkov who's fought 41 times to Cyril Gon's eight fights. And if you look at Volkov's resume, he's fought a lot of notable fighters and done very well against them. The people he's lost to, he's learned from those fights. And I can't not I can't not pick Volkov. Volkov is easily one of the top fighters, one of the top, I would say five at least. This is a good test for Gon, but it's too too much too early for Gon, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. it's not it's not a horrible breakdown of it. I just think, like you said, Volkov does throw all of his punches right down the pipe. But he does have a Win Chun kind of vibe to it, where it's it's thumb up and his fist is straight like this. So when he punches, he punches like this instead of turning his wrist over. He punches straight up and down, which, which lets you break a lot of um, guards straight and center. But what it does do is it relies heavily on a lead leg and Gon will tear it up with leg kicks. So if you tear up somebody's legs with a leg kick and you can create angles like Gon does. Now, about his, I I see a lot of trouble in that. But like you were saying, Gon only has eight fights to Volkov's 41. Is that what you said? 41? 
or 21, something like that? It's 41. Okay. Well, both of these guys were kickboxers way before they stepped in an MMA gauge. And they were, they were kickboxers on a very, very high level. So I, I can't see that, like, the experience of combat getting in the way uh, of or, or giving one guy the edge in this particular fight because I think this is going to be a kickboxing match. And then what I think is going to happen is Gan is going to take down Volkov because Volkov has, has problems defending takedowns. I mean, he can he can do it. He's a thick boy. He's six foot seven for God's sakes. I mean, he's a big dude. He's he can he can handle himself. But I think if Gon has a very technically sound takedown, double leg, single leg, whatever, he's gonna get it. And once mm. he gets it, he's gonna put that submission on. And he he get an arm triangle real quick. He can get a heel hook real quick. We've already seen that happen, and it comes out of nowhere, and you don't expect it. So I got this fight going. Gon's way, submission, third round. You heard it here, right here, right here first. I'm telling you, Cyril Gon got this guy. I'm going with either uh, an arm triangle or a heel hook. Well, with somebody like um, Curtis Blades who I would say is a better takedown artist than Cyril Gaon. Uh He gave Cyril Gaon, I mean, he gave Curtis Blades a very, very hard time taking him down. Um, he he outlasted him with cardio. I think if Cyril Gaon is aiming for the takedown, then he's in for a rude awakening. He's not going to take him down. And even if he does take him down, he's not going to keep him there. Um, over, all in all, I just can't see Cyril Gaon really uh, doing too much with the grappling anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's a big boy. All he got to do is step, you know, sit up with them fucking legs. Yeah, but how do you stop that mid-range kick that Volk- Volkov has? That is so good, that kick up the middle. You close the distance so he can't throw that kick. You keep yep, pressure on he's him. Not, he's not... Uh, Gon's most notable win is against fucking Junior Dos Santos in 2020. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's his most notable win. But but Volkov li- is way leaps and above and beyond that. Okay. So he fought Curtis Blades. So he fought a a withered up Alistair Overeem. So he fought uh, a Derek Lewis and he lost. Granted, he was beating him technically for two rounds. But he'd lost. Okay. He lost yeah, but, in the end. He, he, he's, he's beat Verdum. Verdum. He beat Verdum. Okay, we can clearly say that the Volkov that fought Verdum is not the same Volkov that fought Overeem. Can you agree to that? Yeah, he's even better, bro. Okay. He he might be better. Okay. But I'm 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 telling you that Gon with his tools will outperform Volkov in this situation just because Gon has patience, he has poise, he tears up the leg, and he can mix up the takedown and the strikes. I got Mm -hmm. Gon running away with this one. Mm -mm -mm. I guess we'll see Saturday. And guess what? I will not uh, be watching this fight. Why not? Going to AW, man. Fuck you! Fuck you! Like, oh my you know, god, uh, I hate you. I hate you so bad. Way, 
Kevin got more tickets. There's another oh, show Wednesday. Oh, no, not this, not tomorrow. Next Wednesday, and we got even better tickets. It's oh, like man. it's impossible to not get us on TV. Uh, these two events, whatever ones are on TV. You know, no words, no words for you. Nothing. 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 Uh, well, it, it, it's it. It's been in Florida, but they're about to start to- uh, tur- touring again and shit, or traveling, if you will. Yeah. Um, but we since I've been here, I've went to every show that's in Florida. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. It's gonna be fun as hell. Yeah. So I'll miss these fights live, but you know I might check in or something. Yeah. Hopefully AEW comes to like. Oh, and these fights start at like four or what? something or earlier. No. 1 p.m.? No, don't tell me that. I no, I'll s- tell you in a second. I want to sleep in. These fights. Start uh, it starts in. at. It starts earlier. It starts at one. Starts at one in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, so one p. One p.m. And the main card starts Eastern at four p.m. Eastern time. Oh my god. So I might be able to see some of these fights, but I also might just be. Getting ready for the fucking Ugh, that sucks. wrestling event. That sucks. And you know AEW's coming out with a game, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, SmackDown, right? They're saying it's a lot like Here Comes the Pain. Okay. It, it, this one was made by Ukes as well. They were. That was a good game. That was a good engine. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Wolf, you know, man, I sleep in real, real long. What'd you say, bud? Your boy's going to be streaming that shit. Oh, when when does it come out? I don't know. Whenever it comes out, I got it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what I was thinking. I hope they do. What's that? Is put in the uh, I, I don't forgot the name of it. Put in the thing where you fight on the football field. Oh, the stadium stampede. Stadium stampede. If they have that in the game, that'd be fucking cool. That as would shit. be cool. I hope they do do they do 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 yeah, yeah. they put Do-do. in some uh, cinematic matches. You know, like the stadium stampede. Like the warehouse rumble, and like uh, the the street fight they had, like um, even like a Firefly Funhouse type match, or, or well, like you, a you know if they got creative match. fighters, I'll make creative fighters for all the uh, people in the community that are you know stables in my community, and we'll do Royal Rumbles and shit. You know, like people do with WWE. I'm thinking about doing that with WWE, but I just haven't. That game is so glitchy, dude. You cannot do it. I got uh, 2K19 here. Okay, 2K19's not as glitchy, but... Yeah, not as glitchy. I figured I could do some real rumbles with some people. Like like how fucking Alpha used to do, how Grampy Back does sometimes. Yeah. But I'll do it with 2K19 and start start making pro wrestlers that I think kind of represent... Like, I could make a Wolfman and say that's Wolfman's fucking... You know, make him look like a wolf guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, make J-Bone look like... A John Jones character or something. I'm I'm not gonna make y'all try to look like y'all. I'm gonna make it to where what I what I think of when I talk to y'all. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm curious to to see what hope, my character I looks like. Soon because I'd rather do it on a new game than doing it on 2K19. Yeah. I'm curious to see what type of fighter you think I am. Don't oh, you tell- get lucha, bro? I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm making a, a fucking lucha, bro. Oh yeah, yo, is gonna be fucking cool, dude. The game looks cool. Did you? You didn't even see the video with Darby Allen fighting the green dude? I did not. 
I I did not. Do you I bet have... you the fucking move set's gonna be fucking lit, bro. Really? Okay. Let let's let me see if I can't find it. Um. Uh. Just write like AEW game Darby Allen or something. Or... Okay. It'll probably be the first thing comes up. You write yeah. AEW game. It is. So. so let's look this up right there. Okay, here we go. AEW game. Right there, top. I yeah. think. I don't know if I've seen this video, but I, I, on the on the thumbnail I seen what I wanted to show you. Actually, I did see this video. Just skip through until you see the gameplay or something, unless you want to watch the whole ass video. It wasn't that cool to me. Oh, that was kind of cool. You skip right. Look at that shit. Yeah. You know, how fucking cool does that look, bro? It does. It looks very cool. It's already released right. title Come on. Get to the game. I think that was the only little bit, the Darby Allen part. That's it? As far as I know. No. I, I don't know. This, this, this ain't even the same video I thought here it was. It here it is. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, it doesn't look like super realistic or anything. Doesn't look like no UFC, but it looks fun. That's the important part. I will take gameplay over graphics any day of the week. I will a hundred percent take take these these gameplay and have it fun. Look at Jericho. Getting... Think of it. Think of it this way. Just like um, with their content, you know, on television and in real life, the game is the same way. Nostalgic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that nostalgic uh, piece. I love her, by the way. Yeah, the bunny. Oh, I wanted yeah. to tell you if you guys check if you guys like AEW. Check out the AW Unrestricted Podcast, and this week is the Bunny is on there. You get a lot of behind the scenes and how they came to AW and all that stuff, and what they really think of the company and what they all that shit. It's really good podcast. Check it out. Hell yeah! But yeah, this, I never seen it. This game, this game's pretty good. Yeah, this game is. This game. Looks I'll be streaming cool. the fuck out of it when it comes out, bro. Hell yeah! We'll have a fucking. AEW universe with MMA Marks community. I'm excited. Yeah. As long as they have enough creative fighter slots, which they should. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be at least 10 or 20. If they... I could do enough calves, I could make a whole thing of just calves on UFC and oh. have them do like an AI tournament. How I don't even calves... know about that just till just now. How many calves do you get on UFC? Like 20 or so. 20. But, I mean, I should be able to do a 16-man Thing, but I would have to make 16 new people. Yeah. But I mean, shit, I do it. Yeah, it might take a while. <laughs> Wolfman, damn, how late do you sleep in, Ricky? <laughs> I, you know, I sleep in real late, you know, real late. Come, I, I get up every day at five o'clock, except for the weekends. Okay, the weekends, I'm asleep until around 11, 11, 11 30, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I value my sleep <laughs> very much. On the no, I get it. I get it. I, I, dude, I stay up all night and sleep all day lately. You crazy? I couldn't do that. That would mess my internal clock all up. That is my internal clock. I can't help it. I keep trying to adjust, but it's like I'm awake at night and want to sleep during the day. Well, you're in a crazy third world of uh, 
Florida, so it it's a whole different animal down there. Yeah. I mean, you got big-ass 50-pound ducks and lizards and snakes and chickens and and gators running okay. around there like crazy. Dude, the owl was fucking big. There was an owl. There's See, yeah. an owl. Like, I don't see owls in Baltimore. <laughs> well, it was sitting on top of his basketball uh, net thing. And I'm like, holy shit. Dude, it was bigger than my fucking dog, bro. <laughs> Be careful. It'll snatch that dog up. Oh, believe me. I was scared. I, I was like, shit, get out of here. Have you? Uh, I, I think I might have eaten gator before, like, when I was in uh, in Florida when I was, like, 16. But I haven't done it since I've been here. Yeah. Is I it? have had uh, In-N-Out. Or, no, not In-N-Out. Whataburger. Whataburger. Whataburger? It's what a burger. Oh, Whataburger. <laughs> Maybe my accent just kind of blended together like a dope. Um <laughs> Wow, yeah, that was actually really good. I, like they have this spicy ketchup. Yeah, that was really fucking good. It, it tastes like sauce almost, you know. I'm really oh, hungry, by the way. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. Gorilla, gorilla glue got you all hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry as a bitch. Well, I'll tell you what. You got anything to promote coming up this week? Any tournaments? Anything that you could think of? Um, other than you know, uh, keeping contact with me on on uh, Instagram. And stuff because I'll probably go live when I'm at AEW Saturday. Yeah, just check out my check out the stream. We'll be doing. Uh, I'll be streaming. I, sh- I don't know if I want to stream tonight. I'm 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 off and on with it, but uh, will you be I'm on trying tomorrow? to get everything in now? You be on tomorrow? For sure, I'll be on tomorrow. Okay, check out his stream, uh, MMA Marks on Twitch. MMA underscore Marks. Underscore Marks. Excuse me, but What's up, uh, man? and you can check out. Our little um, mark out minute on Instagram, Facebook, and I might even be putting them on YouTube. Check them out. It's a little uh, five under five minute kind of clip that we go over the main events of each new fight. Each new fight card. It's going to be cool if you like it. We'll keep doing more of them. If not, we'll we'll find something else cool to do. Um, we got some cool stuff coming up later this year. Uh, we still got the fight pick championships in the running i'm on top right now can't nobody touch me but uh i heard uh who who jumped the the line and got all the way up to second it was jc gamer right jc gamer with like 80 points on in in our fantasy league right here man it it's crazy crazy just jumped the line went from like six to six to second it was crazy and tragic, mm. tragic falling down again. Another spot to third place. Oh, man, it's going to... This that belt's going to feel so good around my waist to have two of them. And this, one, this one, hopefully I get another one. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of, hell of a good episode, man. Um, check you out tomorrow streaming MMA underscore Marks. And you check uh, out I the might get a late night streaming tonight, but right oh, as yeah. of right now, I just I'm thinking about food. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm gonna let you go eat, and we're gonna get out of here. It was a good episode. With all that being said, I'm Ricky. He's Buddy, and we're out of here. See ya. See ya.